Welcome to another episode of Christ and Campus, where we hear and share the stories that make us who we are as we explore the intersection of Jesus Christ and the college campus. Christ and Campus is sponsored by Baptist Campus Ministries. We exist to worship and serve Jesus Christ as we reach, grow, and send collegians for Him. We want to thank you for, for joining our uh, conversation today as we explore Christ and campus and um, hear from Abriana from Birmingham, um, South Alabama. And um, tell us a little bit about what brought you to South Alabama. Okay, so what brought me to South Alabama was that I always wanted to be a scientist since junior year. And my professor told me, I better not go be a science teacher. You better stick with research because I had too much potential. I was like, yes, ma'am. That's what I'm going to do. So I knew that there was a cancer institute uh, connected to South. So that's what uh, brought me here. Plus, I wanted to get that independence and not, and not stay at home so, and grow as a person. And um, so that's the main reason why I came to South is for the... Um, opportunity to deal to you know hopefully integrate myself into the medical side and um and to establish independence as a person as a grow upcoming adult <laughs> excellent well tell us a little bit about what you know you're 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 pursuing these academic things but god mm -hmm. has been doing some some things in your life spiritually but tell us yes. some things that have been happening in your life in the last year so especially this year because this year like early this year, I've actually, I call it reaccept God back into my life because I um, actually got baptized earlier this year. Um, and it was actually was considered an actual baptism. Because of course I was baptized when I was a little like baby, but you know, that doesn't count because I didn't get permission to do that. I was just there. <laughs> right. But for this one, I proclaimed my faith out loud and and I'm way more comfortable talking about it out loud because I usually never bring up my religions in any circle of people, to be honest. Right. Um, but lately, he has completely changed my whole mind frame. So I am a warrior, a stressor. I will pull my hair out stressed about stuff I cannot control. And it was actually during a, um, a college sermon um, at Cottage Hill um, and the preacher was talking about anxiety and, and stress and everything like that. And it like, that was like the aha moment. You know, you, you have to like, you have to put that in God's hands because he's the one who's controlling it. He gives you what he knows that you can handle. And at the end of the day, every struggle that I've gone through, I've, I've, I've become stronger out of it. And it's even better now. It's like not as much of a struggle because I put so much faith in my heart into God and trusting him and trusting the process. So that has completely changed my outlook on like the stress of my family, the stress of academics, because it's hard to be a biology major out here. People who are STEM major, they wouldn't know that. <laughs> so it's, it, it has completely like taking that weight off my shoulders because it was times where I just wanted to give up, you know? I, I was just so over it. I, I feel like I wasn't good enough. I didn't, like, I didn't deserve what I was going after because I thought I wasn't smart enough because, you know, there's always those people in the class who just get it. I was never one of the people. Like, I always have to, like, sit there and study. Like, I remember during finals, 
I will stay up as long as I possibly can. I couldn't do all night because my brain just wouldn't accept that. But I would stay up as long as I can stressing about stuff. And and it was like, Ariana, just let it go. Put it in God's hands. You know what you know. You can't you can't stress about little stuff like this. And it was it was very much eye opening. Like I said, it just takes a weight off my shoulders and and walking into walking into this new life and this new mindset has made me such like a more positive person because I feel like I was a little negative Nancy walking around, you know, with a dark cloud over my head. And I used to say, man, I always tell people who come with negative energy, don't rain on my sunshine. And I feel like I was being the cloud lately. Like this last like two years of college, it has been so tough on me. And God has really opened my eyes saying, no, you're worth it. And you're smart enough to do it. And because you you are my child and I created you this way, you know what your purpose is. Your purpose is to help people through this way. So why are you stressing about the little things like a class that doesn't that doesn't even matter? It doesn't even matter. So um yeah, that's what that's what it did to me. <laughs> it's so only said, been a couple months in and twenty twenty's been pretty crazy. <laughs> it has. It has. You mentioned you mentioned Cottage Hill and you're referring to right. Cottage Hill Baptist Church. Yes, so your local yes. church family here, mm-hmm. what did God use? Who did God use to bring you to this, this point of new faith in him right? Um, and, and what Christ has done for you? How, how yes. did you work that in your life? You know, what's so crazy. What brought me back in this life. And I get this. I would, I would give, I would, I would, I can't thank Reagan enough because this is how, what, this is what happened. Reagan started working with me on campus. Um, so that's how I met her and we would just started talking or whatever. And I'm not a social person, but you know, I will communicate at work and everything. Right. And, um, she invited me out to, um, to the BCM saying, Hey, just come to this. It's like a rodeo or whatever. I'm like, no, I don't know these. And I was like, I don't know these people. They don't know me. And it was like, it's going to be kind of awkward. She was like, no, no, just go, just go. So I went and it was just such a, positive environment like I didn't feel like I had to conform to anything like I I felt free there you know I, I felt accepted so um ever since then I've been like going into this journey like like BCO brought me through the stress of finals like it was the smoothest finals that I've had since I got into college because we were all together and we was keeping um Christ in it you know we don't we don't abandon Christ during stressful times and that's that's what I was doing that's why I realized that's how I lost Christ in the first place because between high school taking AP classes and then going straight into college and doing all these hard classes I abandoned God because I was just so stressed about what's in front of me you know I kept forgetting to widen my lens to see the bigger picture and knowing that God is what put me, I have to be thankful that God gave me the opportunity to put me in this space and give me um, the knowledge and the determination to actually conquer these things. So I would give Reagan like everything because she will, she's the one who brought me back into this space because I haven't been in this space since, like I said, probably high school. So that's why I would say like this is a reintroduction to God got into my life because I abandoned it over physical things like like stressing over stuff that I shouldn't be stressing about, you know? Right. So yeah. 
So, so Reagan is a Christian friend. Yes. Involved with BCM yes. on campus. Okay. And connected mm -hmm. through work. Um, you, you used a phrase, uh, reemergence or, or renewal of your faith. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's this point here in, in coming into the, in the, into the first of this year in 2020, mm -hmm. where something happened where, where yeah. you, you, you know, rediscovered, renewed your commitment to Christ in, in your words. And right. what, what was that like? And, and what was it that drove you to see that need? Okay, so this is this is a story, and I do have witnesses. Reagan was there, <laughs> so I was so it was uh, during the college sermon on a Wednesday night at um, Cottage Hill. I love that sermon. But anyways, so like I said, it was when he was out of shipper for sure. He was probably still talking about anxiety and stuff. And like I said, I'm very introvert. I might be feeling it. Like I was like, yes, I understand. I feel that, but I don't show it. I don't show my feelings out, but like literally that night, I cried my eyes out. Like it was like something I like. It's like something you realize. Like you you become when you when you've been in that cloud for so long, you think it's just a part of you, but really it's just something that you keep accepting, accepting, and you don't trust God enough to like remove it from you you know so like I, don't, I can't remember how he explained it to me but I always thought of but how he put it made me realize that my anxiety and my stress and everything it was something that I keep bringing into my life and I just won't let it go you know so I was kept crying because I was like man why can't I just let it go you know so um that's when I realized like the reason why you can't let it go because you're not putting your heart and your faith and everything into God. You like, for me, I always had God there. You know, I was I never completely denied it. I would question it. I did question it, but I never like said, "Oh God, it's not real" or anything like that. Like, I, I never got to that point, man. If I got to that point, my grandmother would strike me down. <laughs> but, um, but. You know, I had God in as the back burner. You know, every time I stress, every time I stress, I'd be like, God, give me the strength. But I never really meant it. It was just a it was just words coming out of my mouth. But when when I say it now, I I mean it, and and I feel it. It was like I truly need God give me the strength because once you once you put your everything into God, that stress is like a jacket that you can just take off. You know, because when I was so stressed, I, I would get so stressed that I would just go to sleep. Like, I would come home from a long day and just go to sleep. And I just try to sleep off the stress. That was like my thing. I would sleep and stress eat. That was me. So, but I realized that is not healthy. That is not healthy at all, at all. So what I did, I was like, when he, when he was speaking like that, I was like, man, you are right. You know, you are completely right. Why do I sit here and and just have this on me? Why, like, why, why am I accepting it? It was like, you're not, you don't truly have God. That's what I realized. I truly don't have God in my life. And I need to invest is to have a God in my life and have that be my forefront, not my back burner, not, not my, like, he's not going to just be my side buddy, you know, he's going to be my everything. So, um, 
ever since that night, I've always been like thinking like, man, I would love to get baptized just to proclaim my faith out. And that's saying something, because like I said, I am an introvert, and I don't like to do nothing in, in public. So I was like, man, I would like to proclaim my faith out. I believe that next Wednesday, I went to um, the preacher. I'm like, I got to get baptized. I, I told him right then and there, I was like, I need to get baptized. I don't, I need it as soon as possible. And, and, I, and then I got baptized that Sunday. It was a Wednesday, and I got baptized that Sunday. Like, I was like, there's no need to, like, because I was like, man, I need to prepare for this. I need, I need to, like, you know, do more work. I need to study more on it. Like, no, 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 no. No, this is about your faith and your belief. It don't matter where you came from. Look at where you are right now. So show your faith and your belief. And it was just like a calling that I just couldn't ignore. And I never felt that. I have never never felt that like i would like connect to what the preacher is saying like man that's that is so right but this one i literally felt like something inside of me was like if you don't do this you would never be satisfied so that's what led to the baptism like i had that awakening and then literally that that following week i was baptized i was like no i am not waiting no it's just Point blank period. It's not gonna happen. I'm gonna get it done as soon as possible. I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, I need. And I was like, because at first I was like, man, I don't really need to attach myself to a church because at the end of the day, my faith is my faith. But I was like, no, you need to surround yourself with the people that who believes like you believe. So I was like, you need to get yourself into a church and stay with it because my my parents never got attached to a church since their um their since they were children so because they were really young they no, we don't want to talk about it but anyways um so they were never persistent church goers so but this one, I was like no I need to attach myself here I mean I'm I'm I, I thought I'll, I might not be here in Mobile forever but at the end of the day I need to put myself in that space and constantly keep myself in that space so that's what I, I joined that church and I got baptized. That all happened within a week. <laughs> all right. Well, I was just thinking about like you brought up with your dad, because I know you've shared some things about yeah. your dad and some opportunities that you've had with him since you you know, come to Christ. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes. So here's the backstory. My dad has um, pancreatitis. So it was like a very sensitive pancreas. And the only way a hospital, anytime it flares up, the only thing he could do is go on an all-liquid diet. And being an all-liquid diet ain't fun. You know, you're hungry. <laughs> and he'll be on it for days at a time. And he will constantly have to go in and out of the hospital. So he dropped a lot of weight, and this started since my freshman year in college, which I, that just blows my mind. I was like, man, I'll leave you for one month, and ever since then, you've been sick. But um, yeah, so it started my freshman year in college, and he's still going through it now. So he's dropped, he said he dropped 70, 80 pounds, and he, um, what else, and he, and he's just, He's on a lot of medications. 
and he's he's usually always in pain and he can't eat anything that he wants to eat no more <laughs> so 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 it put him in such a depressed and negative space um because he's he was the type that you would never know his age because of how he acts like he's super goofy like laughing all the time making jokes all the time and now he was just so sad and and it was like, man, it, the disease didn't just attack his body, it attacked his mind in that sense. So I, and he's he's not a believer, but it was very unfortunate. I think that's what, and it caused a, a very awkward shift in my, in my family's dynamic. So I think that's what also kind of led me in that dark place. Cause when I was starting to get into that dark place, there was nobody there to pull me out of it. Um, because my my family wasn't, like I said, my my mom was um, she never stuck to a church, but she'll try to always try to get into one. But she never stuck with it. My dad, he ever since I don't I don't know how long I haven't I haven't seen him in a church since I was probably single digits or talk about God like that or anything like that. Because anytime my mom would try to bring it up, he just kind of shoot it down. And um, but I told him I was like, I know your stance on this. But would you under, because I don't, I because knowing his stance, like, or knowing other people's stances, that kind of, like, holds me back from, like, expressing how I feel religiously and everything like that. But I was, I was courageous enough to tell him, like, I know that, like, I know your situation and, and how you think, but I want you to know that I am praying for you. And I know my grandmother was the same way because she always told me that she was always praying for him. But I was I let him know in his face. I told him face to face, like, I need you to know this. I am praying for you. I hope that you find find God in this, which I think is really turning around in him. Um, because after that he is like, you know, there's a spark of life into it and in, uh in him. And I was and he was like, he was like, he was like, you know what? I really appreciate that. You know, like it was different because usually he'd be like, all right, you know, that's fine. We'll do whatever. But right, but at that moment he was like, baby, I really appreciate that actually right now. So um, I think that's been helping. I was like, cause I was like, you can't fight any battle without God, you know? Of course the medicine and the treatments that he's beginning has been very helpful he has come a long way and that's going from a STEM major because for some reason there's this stigma that scientists are not um believers that's not true it's not true <laughs> but um because for me science is celebrating the miracles that God has put on this earth you know it's it's like man that like for example last last semester or earlier this semester before COVID um I was like man just this little worm is like a miracle you know it is it helped cure so many diseases in us that's so much complicated i was like only god could do that only god can, can, can create something like that you know that's at least that's my mind frame when it comes to science but um yeah i, I told him it's like me proclaiming my faith to him i was like i want you to know this i am praying for you every single day which is still true to this day and I, I want you to know that I am here, 
you know, and God is here. Whether you set them in his life or not, I will push as much of my love and God's love into this because I can't, I can't live without my dad. <laughs> word of hope and encouragement to the world around you now you've experienced something what is it that right. you're just you know you're you're bursting to want to share with the world about who Jesus oh. is and what he's done in your life man I don't even know how to put it to something like it to work something like that into words because it's oh it's such a feeling it was okay so this is what I would tell somebody right now, especially because everybody's going through trial and tribulations. I, I will tell them this, because this is what this is what got me out of this. I told them, you need to zoom out. You need to zoom out. Because your worries and anxieties, they're all based on what's right in front of you. Not realize that if you zoom out, you will see that God is working in your life. You know? And also, humble yourself enough to ask Ask and put and put the faith and trust into God and ask for it. Because if you ask, you will receive. You might not see it how you want to see it, but you will realize, man, he really answered my begs and pleas. So I, w I would say, like, and this, this can apply to any situation, you know, don't let what's going on right in front of you distract you from the bigger picture. You know, so... I think that's what I would say. Don't let the what's in front of you, your your anxieties, like little little um, materialistic stuff, distract you from the bigger picture. Because the bigger picture is the way is finding your truth path and serving God, you know. And once you find that, everything else falls into place. Abriana, we we want to thank you for for sharing that story. And you know, I know a lot of people look at twenty twenty as a year of just unprecedented change and we look mm -hmm. at it in a in a negative way and there's negative things happening and there's things yeah. that are concerning to us but to hear your story of hope in what God has done in the midst of this right for you um, as he has strengthened your faith and renewed your faith in him um, that's encouraging to all of us very mm -hmm. hopeful and we want we want to thank you for sharing that with us uh, to, to let us see a little bit how of your story with Christ mm -hmm. and, and with what he's done in your life um, as a college student. And uh, yes, because I, I truly believe as at the, the years of college in your early twenties, that's the, that's the way the years that you truly define yourself. And, and that's, that's like, that's, that's the time where, you know, it, that's where you're tested the most with with the temptations and everything like that and you you basically realize like man only if i had got in my corner sooner you know because i will admit i have failed at some of those temptations but now that now that i have god fully now that i accepted god into my heart and everything like that is everything is so much clearer you know everything is so much clearer so and because these years are the years of questioning and everything like that. But if you had him, if you have God as your compass, 
it, he will guide you the right way every time, every time. Well, thank y'all for, uh, for joining us and hearing Abriana's story. And, um, there's a lot more there that, uh, that we, we're going to have to have to hear again sometime. Um, we enjoy hearing the stories of what Christ is doing in the lives of college students on the college campus. And that's why we host these conversations. And we hope that you guys will join us again sometime and hear some other students as they share um, about Christ and their campus and their lives and what he's doing in them. So join us, join us again sometime in the future. You can find Christ in Campus on all of your preferred podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us to hear more great stories from the intersection of Jesus Christ and the college campus. Metromobile Baptist Campus Ministries exists to worship and serve Jesus Christ as we reach, grow, and send collegians for Him. To learn more about Metromobile BCM, connect with us at southalabama.edu bcm or follow us on social media at Metro Mobile BCM. Thank you for listening.